Excrement does not occur in the Greek mythology. It is not a popular subject in the Bible. It is not a common aspect in folklore except as a joke, at least in the Western tradition. But in some of these Indian tales, excrement is a major contributor to culture, is a source of wisdom. So we find in this story. And so we might find, as it were, subterranean in the American culture as well. John Harvey Kellogg, the inventor of Kellogg's cornflakes, was a vegetarian and a guru of health and the mind cure movement, which dominated popular culture in America of the late 19th century. He held that clean bowels were the road to wellness. Patients to his Battle Creek Sanitarium were required to undergo a therapy of enemas. Every patient, every day, was plied with purgative rinses from above and below. His favorite device was an enema machine that could rapidly instill several gallons of water in a series of enemas. Every water enema was followed by a pint of yogurt. Half was eaten. The other half was administered by enema. In the words of Dr. Kellogg, Quote, thus planting the protective germs where they are most needed and may render the most effective service. Yogurt, he believes, served to replace the intestinal flora of the bowel, creating what he thought was a squeaky clean intestine. With these daily purgatives, patients also devoted themselves to rigorous exercise and a strict diet which further purged the poisons in their bodies. Kellogg was an especially strong proponent of nuts, which he also believed must save mankind eventually in the face of its decreasing food supply. His many notable patients included the former President of the United States, William Howard Taft, the British satirist, socialist, and playwright George Bernard Shaw, Olympic athlete Johnny Weissmuller, who later starred as Tarzan in the movies, Henry Ford, Thomas Edison, and the actress Sarah Bernhardt. Preoccupation with bowels was common. Every magazine which posted to the American Prairie Home contained dozens of remedies for constipation. Children were popularly induced to gag down a ration of cod liver oil and not for its vitamins. Meat is the principal diet for these hard-working folk, especially well-salted and preserved meat made for guts of steel. The man who wrote sentimental drivel for his mother on Valentine's Day also took a spoonful of sand and a shot of kerosene each morning to keep his pipes clear. Everything is food, food, food. Everything is food to go. Everything is food for thought. Everything you can eat is dough, it is food. Everything is food. Everything is 
coyote told 1891 when he had finished on this side of the river he went up the river he arrived up there then he and his younger brother the snake went fishing salmon with their nets they fished with their net but they did not catch anything they went home coyote was angry he defecated he said why did those salmon disappear his excrements replied, Oh, you bandy-legged one, do you think the custom is the same here? It is another country. These people speak another language. Untie your net, take out two meshes, and turn around the buoys. Coyote said, You've told me enough. Thus he spoke to his excrement. He said to his brother the snake, Quick, let us untie it. They untied the net and took out two meshes. Then they tied it again to the boys. Then they finished. The following day they went to catch salmon. They killed many. They came home. The newt carried them up to the house on her back. Then they put them down and cut them in the afternoon. They were roasted. Then they put the roasted salmon aside. On the following day they went fishing. They tried the river. This is a different country. These people speak another language. Coyote defecated. His excrement spoke to him. When you have killed salmon and you come ashore, you must carry them to your house on your back yourself. Women are not allowed to carry them. You must carry all you have to carry. Then you must cut them while you still have your belt on. Do not press the salmon's face. When you put them into the canoe, you must lay them on their backs. Coyote said, You've told me enough. On the following day, they went to catch salmon and killed many. They went home, and Coyote did it in this manner. When he had killed a salmon, he put it into the canoe belly, upward, then came ashore. As soon as they landed, he went to take a large basket and carry the salmon up. He carried up all he had caught. Then he took his knife and cut them all. They roasted them. Now they were done. Then they finished eating. They invited the people. They came to eat the salmon and put aside what they had left over. On the following day, they went again to catch salmon. They tried to fish. The flood tide came, and they had been unsuccessful. They went home. Coyote scolded. He defecated. 
Why did those salmon disappear? His excruents complained. I told you, you lean fellow. Do you think it is the same as down the river? These people speak another language. When you have killed salmon, and you come home, and you distribute them among the people, you must give each one a stick of roasted salmon. When there are many people in a family, you must give them two sticks. If there are any left over, you must dry them right away. Do not dry them at ebb tide, but at low tide. Extinguish your fire at once, Coyote said. You've told me enough. Early the next morning, they went again to catch salmon. They laid their net. There were many in it. They put their whole net into the canoe. Then they put the salmon into the canoe. They tried to lay the net again, but they did not catch anything. They went home. They came home. They roasted them at once and dried them at once. Then he defecated and said, Why did those salmon disappear? His excrements scolded him. I told you, they said to the coyote. When you kill salmon and you have laid your net for the first time and you put it back into the canoe, you must take it at the part where the two nets are tied together. That part you must first put into the canoe. You must lay all your salmon belly upward, then you lay your net, then you must stay in the canoe for a long time. Then you may lay your next net again. Coyote said, You've told me enough. On the following morning, they went to catch salmon. Their canoe was full of salmon. They went home. Coyote had his belt on. Then they were cut. He roasted all the salmon and gave much to the people up the river. When there were many in a family, he gave them three spits. When there were few, he gave them two spits. He fed all the people of the upper part of the river. A little was left over, and he dried it all. Now he knew all the taboos. Coyote said, Thus shall be the taboos for all the generations of Indians. Even I got tired. No murderer shall eat salmon, no girl, no menstruating woman, no widower, nobody who prepares corpses for burial, and no woman who has just given birth to a child. It is forbidden. Even I got tired. When men work on their net and make a small mistake, they do not catch anything. When a louse is on a net, the owner shall not catch anything. I would gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. He would gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today.